Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, May 6th. I'm Wayne Pratt. The easing of public health restrictions in St. Louis City and County will begin May 18th. Mayor Lida Krusen and County Executive Sam Page are expected to provide specifics later this week. They will urge people to continue social distancing, avoid large crowds, and wear masks in public. Illinois officials are also moving ahead with reopening the state. Governor J.B. Pritzker says a five-phased plan will allow for the gradual easing of restrictions on businesses and gatherings as the rate of new coronavirus infections in each region of the state slows. He says Illinois is currently in phase two. That involves implementing social distancing and other methods to limit infections. The Illinois Air National Guard will open a coronavirus testing center today in East St. Louis. The facility will offer drive-through and walk-up services at the Jackie Joyner Kersey Center. Airmen from Scott Air Force Base and the 183rd Wing based in Springfield will run the site. Metro Transit riders must wear face masks beginning Monday. The requirement applies to riders using bus, Metrolink, or Coloride services, except for infants and those who have difficulty breathing. Metro Bus is planning to resume fare collection and front door boarding June 1st. Here are the numbers. There have been 8,900 cases of COVID-19 in Missouri out of slightly more than 100,000 tests. The state reports nearly 380 deaths. Officials in Illinois report nearly 66,000 positive results out of almost 345,000 tests. There have been more than 2,800 deaths. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff speaks with a St. Louis University professor about the hurdles facing small businesses as they prepare to reopen. As we mentioned, St. Louis and St. Louis County will begin easing coronavirus public health restrictions May 18th. St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen and County Executive Sam Page have issued statements saying they would provide more detailed guidance this week. They say the new guidelines will continue to emphasize social distancing practices, including wearing a mask, avoiding large crowds, and staying home whenever possible. St. Charles County is one area that is already allowing businesses to reopen. County Executive Steve Ellman says it will be a slow, gradual process with a big focus on customer confidence. They're not going to leave home until the businesses have convinced them that they've taken necessary precautions, that it's safe for them to go to this restaurant or go to this non-essential business. Ellman made those comments yesterday on St. Louis on the Air. In Illinois, Governor J.B. Pritzker has unveiled a regional plan to reopen the state. As Bill Wheelhouse reports, it could be a while before large events will take place in Illinois. The governor breaks the state up into four sections. Each part of the state will be monitored for improvement in health metrics and would be classified at one of five stages. The state is currently at level two with a slightly relaxed stay-at-home order. If regions show improvement, hair salons and retail outlets could open. And I won't open the door to overwhelming our hospital system just because a loud but tiny minority would like to indulge in that fantasy. Later phases in the governor's plan would allow schools and colleges to open up. 
but the final stage, which would allow for stadiums full of people, would require a vaccine or better medical treatment for COVID-19. I'm Bill Wheelhouse. The Missouri Senate has passed its version of a $30 billion state budget. Members are earmarking $20 million in federal funds for meat processing plants affected by coronavirus. Another $30 million in federal money will go to grants for small businesses. Much of that federal stimulus funding still needs some direction from Congress on how it can be allocated. Missouri lawmakers are up against a constitutional deadline of May 8th to approve the state budget. The operators of marijuana dispensaries in Illinois are not recording sales declines during this pandemic. The state says they sold more than $37 million of recreational cannabis in April, the first full month of stay-at-home orders. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports. Dispensaries in Illinois sold more marijuana in April than they did in February or March, when there were fewer coronavirus restrictions. Bethany Gomez is managing director at Brightfield Group, a market research firm that focuses on the legal cannabis industry. She says Illinois dispensaries are more constrained by marijuana supply issues than the global pandemic. Even when the entire state is locked down, they're still selling through products, right? And, you know, they're selling through essentially everything that they can get on shelves there. Gomez says April's numbers indicate Illinois has pent up demand for legal marijuana and expects sales to be even higher in May. She says the state will have a strong market once it overcomes supply challenges. In Belleville, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Businesses across Missouri are beginning to reopen this week, but not in St. Louis. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff recently spoke with St. Louis University business professor Jerome Katz about how the pandemic is changing the small business landscape. She started by asking what kind of shape St. Louis businesses are in as they cope with the outbreak. Every week that we remain in closed down, it's harder and harder for small businesses to survive because they still have a lot of their fixed costs, things like rent, car payments, benefits. Every small business I work with has dug into their cash reserves, their savings to make ends meet and keep the businesses going. Will the Federal Small Business Administration loans be enough to stabilize St. Louis businesses? The money from the federal government will help, but it'll get used up really quickly again. And uh, it's not going to be enough to keep us going for more than a couple more weeks. How do you think some of those problems with the way that this federal loan program panned out have impacted businesses in St. Louis from what you've heard talking to these companies? Shake Shack, bless their hearts, did very publicly give their money back. But, you know, how did they get it? Well, they said, well, no location has more than 50 people. The banks weren't incentivized in any way, shape or form to look at who was getting the money. And so the natural thing for them is to look at their best customers and say, here is something that you would qualify for. There's some small local programs that have been set up to sort of tide companies over until they can get that federal funding. But as you mentioned, that federal money is going very fast and not always to businesses that are truly small or truly in need. And I'm wondering, well, who gets one of those loans separate who will and won't survive? Well, certainly will for some businesses. We're going to have changes in the small business landscape because even uh, with the money, as restrictions are loosened up, 
the new ways to do business in the post-pandemic period is going to be really difficult. The amount of sales you can do is going to be a fraction of what it was before. Having cash flow is always a good thing, don't get me wrong. But can you get enough cash flow under the restrictions to keep the business going until we're far enough away from the pandemic that we can resume what passed for normal life before the pandemic? At that point, then the old numbers for your business have a better chance of coming back to life. Until then, it's basically a belt tightening time for all businesses. So right now, many businesses are closed because of these local stay-at-home orders, but when things start to open back up, how different will the small business sector look? It depends how long the tail is for COVID-19. If it's a short tail, then we could be back to, you know, the new normal in four to six months. If it's a really long tail, then we're going to have social distancing, we're going to have uh, reduced access for the foreseeable future it's going to be a tougher world for small businesses in general. How many businesses won't be reopening at all? I suspect we're going to see closures across the range of businesses. The ones that started out financially in tougher circumstances are more likely to face failure, which means in St. Louis that the communities that lose businesses the most will probably be the poorest communities, which is exactly the wrong thing to have happen. If uh, you don't have easy transportation in other parts of the city, losing businesses in your neighborhood is a real blow. St. Louis is really lucky to have a very vibrant small business sector. Will that be washed away or fundamentally changed in some way by this pandemic? It will not be washed away. It'll be changed by the mix of businesses. That said, if the smallest small businesses go away, they will be replaced. If a community loses their only convenience store because that owner ran out of money, people are going to realize there was a convenience store, there was a market. I'll start a convenience store again. So it will rise again, no question about it. That was St. Louis University business professor Jerome Katz speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff about how the pandemic is affecting small businesses. Our Maria Altman edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.